Hey guys, welcome back to another episode of Let's Swipe. As always, I'm Amanda and I'm joined by my fantastic co-hosts Erica and Amy. And today we are super excited because we have a special guest tonight, Rose. Welcome, Rose. Thank you very much. I'm very happy to be here. We're so happy to have you. Yes, we're super stoked to have you, Rose. So how's life as a single lady for you, like, to date? Um, Well, it obviously has its challenges for everybody right now due to what they all call the unprecedented times. I am so sick of hearing that. Um, But uh, I guess I'll just get right into it. So I've had mixed feelings about whether or not I would even try to meet anybody or try to date. But then you go through a, a certain length of time and you find yourself back there again. You just feel like, okay, well, several months have gone by, a year's gone by. I don't know how long this is going to last for, so I'll put my toe back in the water. And um, so I have periodically gotten onto the dating sites and, and tried, and uh, I use the free ones because I'm kind of cheap, I guess. Um, but I actually have tried paid ones in, in the past. I didn't really find that they were any different. Um, so I don't know how deep you want me to go with this first question, or I could just shut up right now, but I will say that um, I, I haven't really found it to be as different as I wanted it to be. Like, I actually went as far as Googling to see, like, what's generally the single life for everybody. Is everybody feeling like me? Like, oh, my God, am I ever going to have a boyfriend again? It was hard enough before, and now I've got the pandemic on top of everything. Um, and some of the articles were saying, you know, um, it's actually forced people to be on an app, whereas they wouldn't have been before. So you have more choice and people are having to slow down. So you're getting to know people more. And I thought, great, this sounds good. This is exactly what the app should have been in the first place. But my own experience, um, you do see a lot of um, profiles that seem to be genuine and people um, saying that they want to get to know somebody but once you actually match, oh, my God, it's just the same stuff. Hey, beautiful. Uh, oh, I think uh, writing is stupid, and I, I'm old-fashioned. And I think, well, why are you on a nap then if you're <laughs> old-fashioned? Like, you have to write. Oh, I don't want to write. I'd rather you just ask me questions. Oh, God, like, I roll. Yeah. Um, <laughs> that, that's it in a nutshell, but I can elaborate if you like. Yeah. Definitely <laughs> feeling that eye roll. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> that, that is like my biggest pet peeve, the whole ask me anything. Oh, you mean because you're lazy and you don't want to do any work. <laughs> oh, my God. Thank you. Yes, that's exactly <laughs> what I think. I don't want to have to drag it out of you. Like You should know by now what generally women want to know about you. Don't pretend you don't know that I want to know how many kids you have and do you have a job and do you drive and. I don't know, just how long have you been single? If it's been two days, I'm sorry. I'm not probably going to stick around. But they're like, oh, I have no idea what you want to know about me. Come on. Really? <laughs> we, we need to make a, um, like a, a thing, our next question. Uh, so if you, if you could ask your ex-girlfriend, what do you think your ex-girlfriend or your recent, your recent most relationship, what would they say about you? If you could get someone to answer that question, that would be awesome. But wow. I doubt very much anybody would honestly answer that. <laughs> I can't see that as being flattering. 
99.9%. Like, can you imagine? It would be, oh, he was a nice guy, but he sucked in bed. Or um, I felt like I was living with a roommate. Or he had a high-pitched, nasally-sounding voice, and after a while I just wanted to smother him with a pillow. (laughs) That's very specific, by the way. (laughs) I've never had that, but I can imagine. Um, Yeah, like I just, I can't see, because even if a woman said he's really nice, ding, 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 does any woman want to hear that? I'm sorry, like, yes, we do, but you sort of then think, okay, geek, dork, doesn't know anything about you know, stuff, like bedroom stuff. I don't know. I, well, I can't yeah, speak. It's like if that's all they can think to say about you, then that's not enough. You know, I mean, nice should be just like the baseline, you know. Yeah. And then- <laughs> nice is the most generic thing you can possibly say for when you don't know what else to say. Well, yeah, and if you're an ex, I think that's probably the ground that they would try to go on if, they actually don't completely hate the person afterwards, right? They would go right. safe with that. Because if they were wonderful, they'd still be together. So. Right. True. Right. But A for effort. I think that would be good in theory. That would be. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so you had mentioned that you had done some online Zoom um, speed dating. So what was that like? Actually, it was pretty cool. I really liked the experience. I actually think that this would be something good to do even after the pandemic, to be honest, because I just loved that I didn't have to worry so much about what I was wearing. Like from from the, you know, the neck up or the, you know, the chest up, you have to wear something and you can put on a little bit of makeup and whatever. But it wasn't as much work as going to a live in person, uh, not live, I guess it's still live, but in person speed dating It was so much better. And uh, it was great. So I don't know why they picked eight minutes, but we had eight minutes with each person. And uh, then automatically you just got moved to another room. So that's what you can do with Zoom. You can just move people in and out of what they call rooms, I guess. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Uh, It was pretty cool. But wow, those eight minutes went so fast. But um, I really enjoyed that. I, I I felt the same kind of connection. I felt like I still had a really good indication of um, the person, you know, their mannerisms, the way they talk, everything. To me, um, I don't find there being any issues. I really liked it. I'd do it again. Um, But funny enough, um, see where here I was. I was like, oh, yeah, I got this. Um, I I matched with um, six guys. And I'm not a vain, arrogant person, but I really thought that all six were going to match with me. And I, I picked five out of six. And I ended up matching with only two. I'm like, what? Because no. <laughs> I, I thought they all went pretty well. But then I started being critical. I'm like, well, okay, this guy, he had roommates, so that probably wouldn't work anyway. You know, I sort of, sort of went through this whole thing. So they exchange your information. You go on a website. So if you match with each other, it's the same as a regular Zoom um, experience. So you get an email and you get the people's contact information. So they both contacted me the same day. Um... And one guy didn't drive, and he lived downtown. I'm not downtown anymore. So I quickly realized I sort of made an error in judgment matching with him. Now, some listeners might say, wow, you're really uh, crossing that person off over something small. But it, it isn't when you have to drive a bit of a distance and 
I don't know, I'd like a guy to pick me up once in a while and not on his bicycle, you know what I mean? So mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it'd be kind of hard to go on a date like that. The other guy was really nice, but what was weird is um, he, we got off to a good start texting a little bit back and forth, and I really liked him on the Zoom chat. We seemed to hit it off pretty fast. Then he disappeared. This was on a Friday. He disappeared until the following Wednesday. Then suddenly out of the blue, he texts me, oh, hey, hi, how's it going? And I said, what happened to you? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and he was like, oh, nothing. So anyways, it didn't end up going anywhere, long story short, but what this says to me is it doesn't really matter how you meet somebody. There's always that potential to have the same things happen because it's really about the person and their personality and not really the way that you meet them. That's just my personal opinion. Yeah, I think that's that sounds pretty right. But I guess with the speed dating, maybe it's just a faster, like you actually got to talk to six guys in one evening and make your assessment. And so that's that's pretty nice. Did they give any kind of, I guess, did they give any kind of suggestions on what to do when you were face-to-face with that person for those eight minutes, or did they just drop you in? Basically, they dropped us in. They didn't have any questions we could do or anything like that, which I was fine with because I, I can always chit-chat about whatever. Um, so I found that interesting, and I wonder how other people experienced it because if it was more of a shy person or whatever would they kind of be like uh you know and just staring at each other but um I didn't have any issue like we just seemed to and I I was having fun with it so I like to kind of joke around a little bit and stuff um so I had a great experience that way and you're right like it was definitely better than just looking at people's pictures Mm -hmm. for sure but I was kind of disappointed only that the two I matched with weren't really good matches but definitely the experience was awesome yeah so did how was it set up like were you in a was there like a certain age group or was it like professionals like what was the or just was it just totally random people who were on the zoom it was actually by age group I've only ever seen it that way but I think I've heard of the professional ones and stuff and that sounds totally cool I I would love that as well um but yeah this one was by age group and uh, I actually went um like a little bit younger. <laughs> Please don't judge me. I went oh a little gosh. bit younger. Never. Than me, um, because people tend to think I'm a little bit younger than I am. And I talk a little bit younger than I suppose my age and whatever. So um, it just works for me. Yeah. But it wasn't like super younger. Like I wasn't being a giant cougar or anything. Not that there's anything <laughs> But uh, yeah, it was my age. <laughs> yeah. Did you have any, um, like, whenever whenever you were presented with a match, did you have any kind of basic information about them? Or was it literally just you see this person in front of you and it's like, okay, they look like someone I want to talk to? Or, no, this guy is total, a total troglodyte and no, just no. <laughs> oh, I love that. Um, no, it was just like, bam, here you go. Here's this guy number one. Blah, blah, blah. Wow, that was eight minutes. Like, sometimes you're in the middle of a sentence and click, they were gone. So I'd be oh, sort wow. of still laughing when the next person came in and I'd be like, Did that just happen to you too? And he's like, Yeah, like, there's, there's almost no warning. Like, they tell you you have less than a minute, but you don't actually know when that minute's up. And it's just like, Pew, and you're off to the next one. 
but yeah, I knew nothing about them. I had to think on the fly. What do I want to ask these guys? Like, what do I want to know in eight minutes without sounding like a robot? Who are you? Where are you from? Were you married? You know, I got, you know, you have to have like a conversation that's fun, right? Yeah. Yeah, I think that would be the struggle is getting to something kind of fun to talk about in those eight minutes while at the same time getting some of that basic stuff that you kind of want to know, you know. Um, yeah. Did you yeah. did you have any guys who were just duds at making conversation where you were kind of carrying the whole eight minutes? <laughs> no, but that would have been so much fun, actually. The awkwardness of it. I would have actually enjoyed that. I probably would have just sat there the whole time laughing and have this monologue because that's who I am. I'd be like, oh, my God, we really have nothing to say to each other. This is fantastic. That's just how I am. Um, But no, I didn't actually have that. But I do feel like I can carry a conversation if I need to. So maybe I had a little bit of an advantage that way. Mm -hmm. That would be my biggest fear is that you get on there and it's, Eight minutes doesn't seem like a lot. It's it's like that old adage, uh, two minutes, how long two minutes is depends on which side of the bathroom door you're on. And it's kind of like that with dating, too. Like, if it's not going well, eight minutes might be an eternity. <laughs> <laughs> that would be fantastic, though, don't you think? <laughs> oh, God, I would be hor- I would be like, oh, my God, I just want to die. Like, just the floor swallow me whole right now. <laughs> Oh, yeah. Well, you certainly wouldn't want to have all of them that way. That would be horrible. You'd really have to start doubting yourself and really what do you bring to the table or something. But, um, (laughs) yeah, I think one would be fun just to have it happen once. Yeah. 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 Like Amanda and I have tried speed dating in the past and we did not have a great experience with it because we basically went on a date with each other because no one else was on there. So I'm. I'm curious how you found uh, one of these events that actual people went to. <laughs> well, uh, here in Canada, we, uh, we ha- we're real people up here. I'm kidding. Um, <laughs> <laughs> we have nothing better to do. I, uh, I'm not really sure exactly how I lucked out. I mean, you don't know until you try it. And I did pay for it, so there was a small okay. risk. I mean, it wasn't a gigantic mm-hmm. amount of money, but I paid, like, $30. Okay. So I think that okay. makes people accountable. So definitely probably not a free thing. Did you guys go to something free? Yeah. Or, we uh-huh. did. And yeah. there were a few problems with it. They have events really frequently, and we do live in a fairly small city. And so I think it's one of those things where there's probably like three people who show up to every event, but that's not enough to actually make a reasonable speed dating event. So, um, yeah. And, but I haven't found, we've, I've done, started to do a little bit of research to try to find another place, but yeah, I think maybe paying might be the way to go. Oh yeah, definitely. Oh my God. Yes. Um, even in person speed datings I've done before, I'd have to pay for them. Um, I just find that the price point is a little bit interesting. I don't know if you've noticed this where you are, but some of them are a little bit steep, and I think the risk doesn't really outweigh the reward, so I won't go. So it really, to me, has to be what I think I'm willing to pay and take that chance that I don't know what's going to be there. It could be a bunch of frogs, you know. Mm-hmm. I'm sorry, but 
Um, I have no idea what's going <laughs> to, what I'm going to get. Um, yeah. So for me about 30 ish dollars, I'm willing to spend, but if it's like 45, 50 and they try to fancy it up and, uh, make it something extra. Uh, no, you know what? I don't think so because my mind starts going, well, if I do a few of these, that's going to add up pretty fast. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Whereas $30, that's just sort of. You know, you'd spend $30 on a Friday night doing any any manner of things with your friends. So it seems like a pretty fine investment, you know. Yeah. Definitely. So, um, so yeah, so uh, going back to um, <clears throat> going back into the, the, the ether of like the before times, it's 2019. What was your dating life looking like, you know, <laughs> way back before then? probably about the same <laughs> because I did not know that I would better get my act together because a pandemic was coming. You know? <laughs> Which is uh, fair. <laughs> None of us yeah. saw this coming. But like, wow. what, were, what were you doing? I mean, like, did you find yourself like, like going out? Were you, I mean, I know you said you were doing some of the online dating, like a little bit anyway, um, but not as much, obviously. Like what's, how did you get some of your amazing stories that you're about to tell us, like from when you you got dates and you're like, oh, so this is what's happening? <laughs> okay, well, we're going to have to go back a little farther than 2019. So I'm going to give you a very quick uh, Reader's Digest thing here. So I got divorced 11 years ago. I was I got married pretty young. So I didn't really have a lot of dating experience before I got married. So I had no clue what I was in for when I got divorced. And I'm just going to be honest. I was, I was excited. I was like, woohoo, I'm going to meet all these guys. I'm going to have sex. I'm going to have fun. I'm going to find out all these things everybody else did in their twenties. And I never did. Yay. So then I started going on all these dates and I just basically joined up for every free dating app I could. I went out night clubbing every weekend. I don't know how I had the energy for it. Um, so those first two, three years, I had a ton of dates and a huge eye opener uh, <laughs> to what kind of gong show this whole single life really is. Um, then I was uh, seeing a guy for a couple of years and that was a mistake from the first couple of months and I just refused to see the warning signs. I think I was just so sick of being single. I really tried to make it work. Mm -hmm. Then I, on the other side of that, um, I did get back into the dating world, but I felt older and more mature at that point, even though it had only been a couple of years later. Um, and I slowed down a lot and I could tell that I wasn't as immature as I was before. So I, I've had a whole gamut of experiences. So I don't, I don't even know where to start. Just, just ask me. I have a lot of experiences. <laughs> Most funniest, funniest dating story. Oh my gosh. Funniest or maybe most awkward or uh, one that's going to have us rolling with laughter. <laughs> no pressure, though. No pressure. No pressure. Okay. <laughs> I just pull that out of my hat. Um, well, I've had lots of unusual ones. I don't know if you'd be rolling on the floor, but I've had, oh, a, I've had an unusual one. Oh, okay. Here's, okay, so here's one of the oddest ones I've had. So... This guy seemed nice enough. We 
didn't actually, I would experiment as to how long I would get to know somebody through a, a dating app before I'd meet them. So sometimes it was a short period of time. Sometimes I'd try to draw it out for a week or so. This guy's was shorter. We met. He looked just like he, I thought he would. Oh my God. He had a really great body. I'm like, yes. Um, <laughs> so I was like, okay, yeah, he looks like his pictures. Cause he didn't hide that in his profile. I'm sorry. I don't mind a little gratuitous skin. I, yeah, I like to know what I'm getting, you know, what I'm shopping for. Um, <laughs> So he did not disappoint that way, but when I, when I show up, he's in this little store where we're supposed to meet, and he's on his phone with his mother. I'm like, well, what kind of cliche is this now? <laughs> so he's talking to his mom, and he's not really in a hurry to get off the phone, so I'm kind of just standing around awkwardly waiting for this phone call to end, which took about five or so, I don't know, six minutes, and um, that was kind of disappointing. So... Then we start walking around. We're in kind of like a trendy area where you can go to these little shops and things like that. And um, <laughs> he's got, he buys some fruit off of a vendor. I don't even know what kind it was right now. I'm so sorry, but it was some weird kind of a fruit I'd never seen before. He decides he wants to eat it and it's got um, a hard shell on it. He literally, just all of a sudden, he grabs this thing in his hand. And he whacks it against something on the street, like um, like a post where you attach a bike to. Whacks it as hard as he can. It doesn't <laughs> bust. It rolls onto the ground into a gutter, kind of on the curb, in a puddle of dirty water. He grabs it from there, whacks it again, and eats this bloody thing with his bare hands after he cracked it open. And I'm like, ew. This thing has been on the ground in this puddle of water and stuff. And then we keep walking around. He's like, yeah, let's go grab something to eat. So we go into this little place. <laughs> I, I don't know where we are. I've never been to any of these places, so I'm just following him around. And they have these coconut bowls. And then he reaches into his bag, and he's got his own cutlery because he doesn't use cutlery because he's against plastics and whatever. So I start realizing this guy is like one of these uh, eco, I don't even know what the word is eco-friendly maybe yeah um, but it was just beyond odd I felt like I was on another planet or something like that was just part of the experience but I just remember standing there on the street going what's just what's happening right now <laughs> who is this guy and why is he whacking this weird looking fruit on this post like is this weird to anybody else I feel like I, this is really strange um so that was probably one of the more odder experiences I've had um yeah that guy is definitely not getting a good night kiss <laughs> oh no 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 and we never, we never um met again and I feel like a horrible person for saying that because there could be somebody out there going oh my god he's so interesting I want to meet somebody like that like who knows right there's somebody for everybody but for me I just thought what a nut job I'm sorry <laughs> <laughs> yeah I think, I think the, the puddle of dirty water would do it for most of us, you know? Yeah. God, you just saw the look on my face. I probably just looked repulsed, and I couldn't believe, like, it was like in slow motion watching him pick this thing up out of the water. I'm like, what are you going to do with it now? Oh, my God. That's what you're doing with it. Like, it was just, it was weird. Did he offer you any? Yeah. Yeah, he did. He was such a gentleman. <laughs> No, thank you. <laughs> oh, my gosh. You're making me dredge up all these stories. Why did I? Why am I doing this? 
No. What <laughs> else you got? Feel better. <laughs> <laughs> okay. What What's like a really great date you had that came from an online experience, or it could be from before online. Whatever. It's just a really great date experience. Yeah, we need both sides of the spectrum. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Okay. So in the first, that first kind of wilder phase I went through the first two or three years when I was going to nightclubs, I met this dashing, amazing looking guy. I was out with a girlfriend at a nightclub and I thought, oh, la la. And he was just sort of intense. Like he just locked right in on me. Right. And we were dancing and, uh, you know, he, he walked us out to our car. So, um, he decided to take me out on a date, but he didn't just take me out on a date. He took me on a very expensive date. So um, this was in Toronto. So we went up into the CN Tower, which I don't know if you know, but that's pretty pricey. That's the major cha-ching going up there. Okay. Um, and you can eat and it rotates slowly. So you get like a 360 view of the city up there. And it's not cheap. Um, and he spent all this money on on me as our first date which was pretty amazing. So I, I had a fantastic time. Yeah. So I have had a few of those exciting where you just feel like you're with a millionaire and they do all these great things, like a guy who drives a really sexy car or, you know, just those are those are so thrilling because I, I had a pretty small life growing up. I was just a, a, you know, a prairie girl, country girl, I guess. So I was like, wow, it didn't take much to make me dazzled. Um, like this guy's spending money on me oh my gosh this is amazing yeah yeah I I I'm not gonna lie I want my next date to be like that too (laughs) I I want my next date even if I don't spend money I don't I don't need to be wined and dined but a plan like like plan an actual date with something that we're gonna do um that would be really refreshing instead of just oh I don't know what do you want to do oh where, where what sounds good to go to eat it's like just just have an idea and 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 execute it you know that's what I would like <laughs> yeah there's a lot of those Netflix and chill guys out there yeah definitely yeah so I I hear you I mean so but it's interesting <clears throat> after going on as many dates as I have I suppose I've become a little bit, uh, for lack of a better word, practical about it. Now, I would rather just meet in a coffee shop so I can get out of there <laughs> in like 20 minutes if I need to. And I will. I can I can really just say, look, I'm sorry. I'm sure you're great, but I just really don't think this is going to work. And the guy's just like, well, because I, I say it right away. Like, I don't want to waste our time, right? Yeah. Some women will sit there for an hour or two. It'll be a story for later, but they'll like, they'll go through that. I won't. I just right. I will do it. Um, and I'm very nice about it, but I'm just very direct. And I just rather get that out of the way and just do the coffee shop thing because the dinners and stuff are nice, but I feel like it's not very genuine when it's a first date, like the one I told you, as thrilling as it is. We don't know each other. He's just trying to impress me, but what is this really based on? Right. And what do I bring to this? He's just, he just wants something out of me. We all know what that is. And uh, I, I would rather have that be maybe a few dates down the road when we actually decide we want to spend time together. Yeah, I would agree with, I would definitely agree with that. I feel like a lot of guys don't do that ever. (laughs) Or at least the kind of guys that I attract. (laughs) 
<laughs> don't really ever come through with planning a date. I don't know. Really? Yeah, I need, maybe I need to examine that. And uh... <laughs> well, you know, yeah. I I heard once on a, like a Facebook one of these kind of life coach type ladies. She said we all have a type that we gravitate towards, and even it could be subconscious. We don't really know that it's our type. But she even said it can attribute back to the way that we were raised. She had a theory that um, whatever we thought was normal as a kid, like if our parents ignored us, if they were distant, if they were never around or whatever, whatever, or it could be on the flip side, really great stuff. But whatever that was, that's what we thought normal is. So we're looking for that. That to us is um, what a relationship should be. It's how we were treated and how we saw our parents interacting with Mm -hmm. each other. And I thought... That's great, but what the hell, where did that leave me? Um, but I'm just wondering about you, like, I'm not trying to, you know, be all psychology or whatever, oh, but yeah. I'm just wondering if there's some merits in that for you, right? I like, think, the guys that you meet. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, I think, so my parents have, and they're still married, and they're ridiculously happily married, but, and and I will say my dad, uh, my parents were very much co-partners like that's how I viewed their marriage and so a lot of things seemed equal but my you know my my and they went out to dinner all the time and they went on dates every Saturday when I grew up they went out on formal dates and got dressed up um and so I saw that and so maybe that's what I like but but my my parents are also really low-key otherwise like my dad didn't wear a suit to work you know, like he didn't even wear shoes to work because of his job. And so, <laughs> so he worked like in uh, athletics. And so I think I gravitate towards maybe that style of like not too fancy, but then like a lot of guys who aren't too fancy, like unlike my dad, who could then be fancy on Saturday night with my mom. I think a lot of guys who just aren't fancy normally like can't get that. And I don't want fancy all the time. I mean, like, you know, but uh, so maybe there is something to that. I never really thought about that, but I definitely like a guy in a suit is not where I'm like, ooh, you know, I mean, a guy can look good in a suit, but I'm not I'm not like attracted to that, like, quote unquote, professional type. Um, and so that's probably where some of my problems come in. <laughs> Well, I don't know what the other ladies think, but I do think there's kind of a universal issue with the creativity that men put into dates. And it's not really their fault in a way. I can totally see, like, after they've done it enough times and it didn't really produce the desired effect, um, it kind of just feels like they're repeating the same stuff and it it loses its luster for them. But also Mm -hmm. they look at it in a monetary way. And I know this because I've heard this a million times. Like, I don't know why guys seem to like to tell me the shortcomings of their dating history and why I'm not going to get that. Like I've also met the cheap guys that go like, I'm not getting you anything because that's all women want is, you know, a free dinner and whatever. And I just think it's really sad. The general state, even if you go from one extreme to the other in a dating spectrum with guys, there does seem to be a definite lack of creativity for most of them, not all, but most of them. Um, They just want to get straight to it. And by straight to it, I mean, you know, they want to get straight to it. Uh, and, I mean, Netflix and chill became a thing for a reason, right? Like, how much creativity yeah. does that take? Oh, we're going to watch a movie. Yeah, sure we are. Um, for about five minutes. But, uh, 
Yeah, so maybe it's not just you. I think, I don't know, the other ladies here would be able to say it, but I've definitely had that too. Like, I've had those couple of, like, really stellar dates, and then, but most of them have been kind of more like what you're saying. Right. Yeah. Yeah. I, I'm I'm still thinking about what you said about what you've what you grew up with, and I absolutely 100% agree with it. Just because I look at how my parents interacted with each other, and for one thing, there was a, a an age difference between my parents, so that explains why I'm I tend to go for men who are much older than me not like crazy old enough to be my dad older but like I also have an older sister um my parents if my dad was still alive they would be married for over 50 years um my family was like warden you know my parents were like the cleaver family growing up that said my my mom and dad did have pretty traditional gender roles growing up and I, I definitely tend to be more drawn towards men who are excessively masculine. Um, and uh, and I do kind of like the suit thing. My dad was a blue collar guy. So he whenever he dressed up, it was always just kind of like a special occasion. So I kind of do like the suits for special occasions thing. And I was going to say something else and I totally forgot what I was going to say. But, oh, um, the other big thing I noticed, like, my mom and dad would, they were very, very sarcastic with each other. Like, like um, I remember my mom said when they got married, my dad told her that, uh, I mean, my parents got married in the 60s, and my dad didn't want my mom to work, and obviously that changed, and my dad got schooled and realized, yeah, women, women don't put up with that shit anymore. And uh, he he also had two daughters, so he he was outnumbered vastly. So, um, <laughs> but that that definitely the the sarcastic thing definitely holds true for me. The the back and forth and the the interaction, like the joking, that's like a huge thing for me. I have to be able to joke with someone that I'm dating. So, t- I yes. Definitely. Upbringing is everything. <laughs> it does. I, I feel like it does play a large part with everybody. Um, and I know uh, we're kind of getting like the high sign here a little bit. So, um, Rose, if you had given your, um, you know, your forays into the field, your uh, your anthropological uh, experience <laughs> with dating and like now that you've kind of got a game plan in place, like can you share your game plan with us? Like what are some like tips like for going out there, especially like in our in our particular neck of the woods, we can go out and we can actually like unmask in in a lot of areas that we weren't able to before. So in theory, we're going out like maybe be people online, maybe in real life, but actually being able to interact in person. So what's a good guide to that first date? Well, <clears throat> Once I mean, again, coffee no shops coffee. seem to be a good thing, you know, <laughs> so we'll start with the coffee shop, but like, yeah, you want to clean exit with a lot of uh, people around coffee shop. Um, cause sometimes the guy's a cheap ass and you get there before him and you wonder if that's on purpose and you have to get your own drink and you're like, Hmm, that's <laughs> happened quite a few times. Um, 
no, but back to your question, I guess uh, my game plan, <laughs> I've decided I don't have one anymore, actually. Um, I am trying to let go of any fears that I've had. I have been plagued for a long time of wondering, now this is kind of deep, but I wonder if you only really get one shot at this in your life. So I was married and I thought we were soulmates and the love of my life. And then we got divorced and actually we're still pretty good friends, but we know, we both know that that was the right thing to do, but it was my decision to leave way back then. Um, but I've had this niggling thought in the back of my mind all these years, like how many times do you get to do this? How many times can you meet somebody and feel that strong of a connection that we initially had? Um, and I, I was worried that like I could very well just be single the rest of my life, which maybe doesn't sound very feminist, but uh, it's a little bit terrifying. Um, and I think I've decided the longer I'm single, the easier it is for me to just step back and go, you know what? I enjoy my life. I enjoy who I am. Every decision I make, I know it's because of me. Because here's the thing. Every time I meet a guy, like, for example, for a while there, I was trying to figure out where I wanted to move next. Did I want to move closer to work? Did I want to move farther away? Did I go north, south, east, west? I was all in my head about it. I meet a guy, then I start immediately thinking about where he lives. Maybe something's over in that area. Maybe I'll eventually kind of work over there. Blah, 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 right? But right now, I know that every decision I make in my life is because I really want to do it. And I think there's a lot of power in that. Um, and what I do believe, or I'm trying to believe, some days I'm weak and I don't believe this and I freak out again. But most of the time now, I believe that it's going to happen, but it's going to be on my terms. Mm -hmm. It's going to be um, kind of a mix of that hokey you know, advice people give you. Oh, when you least expect it, which I've heard a million times. But I do think there is a bit of wisdom there. I want to meet a guy doing the things that I'm doing anyway. I want to meet a guy because I go for a million walks. I'm always mm -hmm. out walking and I, I play different sports and stuff. So my theory is he's going to be in there somewhere doing the things that I'm doing and we're going to meet that way. So I don't know what you want to take of that. But in terms of a first date, I just think that's going to take care of itself. It's really about the person. I don't even care what we're doing to tell you the truth, what that date is. It's more about just having an opportunity to spend time with that person. So I don't know if that's kind of what you were thinking, but that's, that's where I'm trying to go. I'm trying to bravely go where no woman has gone before and just say, this is me and I'm doing my, my life and you better just step up and get over here and present yourself because I am so done. I feel like on sex in the city, um, what was the dark haired long one? long-haired one Charlotte. Get married. Charlotte she had this one episode where she said I've been dating since I was 14 years old and I'm exhausted where is he and oh my god that resonated with me so much I mean I haven't been dating since I was 14 and let's just forget the part I was married but <laughs> <laughs> I'm totally not like her but I'm like her you know I just I understood the exhaustion and like where is he and having gone through this so many times um I'm just like, okay, well, you just better, you know, get with it and come to me because I'm, I'm, I'm exhausted. Like I'm done. I'm just going to live my life. Yeah. That's absolutely perfect. Mm -hmm. Better than I could have ever imagined. <laughs>
Definitely. And I think that's a perfect place to kind of wrap up on those. I think that's wisdom that everybody could probably take to heart. I love it. So thank you so much, Rose, for being on. We really loved having you. Thank you. This was really awesome. I, I mean that. Yeah. We have a whole list of questions that we didn't even get have time to get to. So I feel like we could probably do this a couple times. <laughs> oh, my God. I would absolutely love to do that. I, I'm totally serious. I mean, maybe one of you is like, Ixnay, I don't agree with you, too. <laughs> no. 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 It's, it's 100%. Like, yeah. We didn't have enough time. But yeah. we will. We're going to do a, a rose part two, you yeah. know, or whatever. <laughs> so awesome. I would love that. I really would. So you just you just say when. Yeah. Okay. Thanks again for listening to another episode of Let's Swipe. We would love to hear from you. You can email us at letswipepod at gmail.com. That's let's swipe without the apostrophe pod at gmail.com. Or you can give us a follow on Instagram at let's swipe podcast. You also will really help us out if you can give us a rating on whatever podcast app you listen to, whether it be iTunes, Spotify, or whatever, that will help other listeners find us. Thanks, and we'll see you next week.